Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Boy, evidently we need some hobbies or a second job or something. Because according to this study, we spend 131 total days every year feeling bored. How is that possible? 131. That's more than a third of every year we're wasting on boredom. There's a thousand things you could be doing. If you're bored, it's nobody's fault but your own. It's so true. <laughs> Parents used to say to me, all, find something to do. Yeah. Outside. That doesn't I involve know. me. You and figure that, out your own joy. You have to learn to entertain yourself. <laughs> that is definitely one perk of being an only child is you learn to entertain yourself. Right. Because I was alone a lot, and that's where I came up with the brilliant ideas like smashing ticks with a hammer. Oh, nice. <laughs> After you pull them off the dog. That's beautiful. I know. Here's how the math works. The average person said they spend around 60 and a half hours a week doing stuff that's boring. Now, that could include time at work or time at home, or time just sitting around staring at your phone, scrolling through social media. So when you add it up, it comes out to 131 total days of boredom. The study also found that three-quarters of adults say they miss parts of their childhood, especially getting to spend lots of time with friends, having fewer responsibilities, and going to birthday parties. (laughs) Oh, yeah, those are fun. Do you guys, we should do that. Yeah. Do you guys still get excited about cake when you go to parties? Hell yeah. yeah. I get excited about part. my cake. <laughs> <laughs> you always get a very good cake. Yeah. yeah. I don't normally eat a lot of sweets, but I do get excited when I'm like, we're going to go to a birthday. Cake is going to be there. Yeah. Cake is one of the greatest joys in life. Just because you get older doesn't mean you can't have a good birthday party. We were at BJ's the other night in Rookwood, and there was a table of probably 12 older women hanging out for someone's birthday. Because when I got up to go to the bathroom, there was a parade of caned women going to the bathroom. And I was like, what's going on? And I looked, and they were having a big old party getting beers. Nice. And- I like that. I'm uh, venue shopping for my birthday party this year. I'm, st- I'm starting to shop some venues. I'm it's st- a big one. I'm checking out one tomorrow. Nice. Mm. 30. Nice. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm Is checking. that what we're calling? Well, it's weird because I'm trying to find an affordable place for roughly, I don't know, 50 to 100 people downtown. Yeah. So I'm just looking at some places. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry I'm going to miss it. Save the date, June 22nd. I know. June 22. I'm going right. to be out of town. I know. You're doing that on purpose no. so you don't have to socialize. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> Just kidding. No, he's going um, to spend the weekend with somebody who's a lot funnier than you. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> See how hard he's laughing? It's totally That's true. That's not true. Stop it. See? <laughs> oh, yeah. You better buy me something really nice now that you're spending it with somebody funnier than I am. Yep. <laughs> we'll go out. We'll do something for sure. But wouldn't it be great to have that problem? 
like to, to have the bored? opportunity to be bored you know, <laughs> with everything, you know, with everything you have going on in your life. Don't you feel like I, at any given moment as the adult that you are right now, uh-huh. you could probably list 13 things off the top of your head that you could or should, should be, be doing. doing. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, even including like watching that Ted Bundy movie or whatever, like I should be watching this. We're talking about it. I I would love to have the opportunity to be bored more often. That's for sure. Uh, you see, you're lucky because a lot of people are are just bored when they're doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you have filled your life with things that you take joy in that spark joy. That's right. Because that when I think when I think Jeff Thomas, I think joy, <laughs> joy, joy, joyful Jeff Thomas. You're not alone, sister. I know. <laughs> I would not say that. What? There's the promo. What are you talking about? (laughs) I do. When I think about you, though, I think, man, that guy's got it made. Here's the the thing about you have chosen for yourself is amazing. Well, and it hasn't been chosen. It has been very deliberately created. And along the way, I will give Jeff this. Because I have seen it progress. That Jeff became very, very comfortable and okay. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With who he is and what he likes. Yeah. And didn't give a rip what anybody else was saying about the things that he liked and enjoyed. And that was a journey. Because I think he struggled with that for a bit. I did. correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right so far. Okay. And so he figured out what did spark joy in him. And he arranged his life to fit everything that he believed he needed and loved and wanted. Yes. So, I mean, everything is structured that way. Where he lives, how he lives, the job he does, how he does the job that he does, the people he surrounds himself with, the car that he drives. I mean, the way that he deliberately lives, I mean, with so much intent, every single move throughout every single part of his day, he is miserable. When he has to do something that he that I don't doesn't do. want to do. <laughs> because he's so very clear about what he does want to do. It's true. <laughs> She's absolutely right in everything that she just said. Yeah, I mean, he's... But I would only add one more thing to what you're saying, and I think mm-hmm. you already know this, is it's not easy to do those things. No, it's not. It's really hard to, to sometimes take that step. Well, well, yeah, because you ruffle feathers along the way doing that. But the beauty in the way that you have managed that <laughs> is Jeff is a bit of an island. 
Yes. You you know, you would have had a much more difficult time creating the life that you have right now if you would have stayed married to your first wife and had four kids. Right. You would not, you know, it would have been a much more difficult journey, and I don't know if you could have gotten to where you needed to be yeah. if you had made those decisions along the way. Well, and there's a lot of things that we don't do because of how it's going to affect other people. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> some tough choices right. along the way. So you've kept yeah. your circle very small. So there are very few people that you feel you need to please. That are affected with, yeah. <laughs> by my decision making. <laughs> and these people are in alignment with the decisions that you want to make. Yeah. For the most part, most of the time. She has you figured out. Yeah, she's right. For sure. It's true. And there are people that hate you for that. Yeah. Are you one? I mean, no. <laughs> no, not, no, I've done a lot of work. No. I mean, it's it's easy to look at Jeff's life and be envious because he has done such a great job of creating a happy life for himself. So. Well, I'm just glad you guys are part of it. Oh, well. Me too. I mean that. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being part of my life, part part of what sparks joy. I thought he was going to say thank you for being patient. <laughs> I thank you for that, too. <laughs> this has been a very special Jeff and Jen. People are in their cars like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, how did we even get on this? We were talking about know. boredom, right? Yeah, because uh, well, we talked about you're how, not bored. Yeah, because you're not bored. You got to embrace the adventure of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Go know what it. you want. I mean, you mm-hmm. got to be clear about what does bring you joy. Right. Uh, <laughs> 741, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, weather-wise, wind chill factors 20 to 30 below zero today. I know. That's so great. Does that bring you joy? Mm. Uh, add a little sunshine to it. brings me a little more joy. A little more joy. Yeah. What brings me joy about it is being all cuddled up. And yeah. under a blanket on the couch. All right, Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 820. Uh, a lot of school cancellations, obviously. Cincinnati Public closed today. And, of course, uh, in Kettering, Ohio. Kettering, Ohio is just south of Dayton. It's in the southeast quadrant of the 675 loop. Well, we, have, we have a lot of listeners up that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're in their cars right now because it takes them a while to get to work. Yes. Um, All crime has been canceled in the city of Kettering. I hope the word gets out. If you're thinking about committing a crime, you'll have to try another day. The Kettering Police Department announcing on Facebook that all criminal activity is canceled today due to the frigid conditions. (laughs) Well, that would make sense. Well, it's just too cold to be out there committing crimes today. I agree. I mean, let's all take into account our well-being and our safety. And, you know, that that includes everybody, even criminals. What's funny is I was just looking at Twitter and Blue Ash must have saw theirs because Blue Ash Police Department just tweeted something similar. Mm -hmm. And they said they're offering free rides for any criminals that need a ride. Oh, that's nice. That's Uh, sweet, too. Winky face. Yeah. Uh, Kettering goes on to say, our jail, however, is still open. It is a <laughs> balmy 72 degrees inside the jail. It'd be a perfect time to turn yourself in for any warrants and or any other criminal activity you may have committed. Uh, yes, Kettering Police Department is also offering free transportation for any who want to take advantage of this offer. <laughs> yes. Blue Ashes, uh, Middletown has also done that as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
I'm glad the idea is spreading. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know they're joking, but how many people really are committing <laughs> crime on a day like today? I don't know. I mean, they've got to be really committed. And if if there's not a whole lot of crime going on a day like today... This kind of would be a good time to catch up on all those warrants. Sure. That's yeah. <laughs> true. Because they're telling you not to go outside. <laughs> you know they're all going to be in their house. Well, That's a good idea. And we know where to find them. <laughs> 822, Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. The average American will spend over $100,000 on delivery and takeout in their life. You know, our last. That's the average? How much? $100,000. Wow. And that was per person? That's funny. The average American. I don't know where you guys bank, but my bank, they send you at the end of the year a little packet in the mail, and it breaks down all of your your spending on your cards. Like, this is like, this is your home improvement spending. This is your retail spending. This is your grocery. This is your restaurant spending. And then it tallies it up at the bottom so you can see how much you spend in each one of these categories. I believe that hundred grand thing. Yeah. It, well, I mean, even if you just take 50 years, that's $2,000 a year, mm-hmm. 70 bucks a month. That's pretty easy to do, right? Well, with Uber Eats and DoorDash and Grubhub, it's even easier. Yep. People in Seattle spend the most on delivery and takeout. If you think $100,000 is a lot, they spend or will spend just over $151,000 over the course of of 60 years of their life. And so your $2,000 goes up to $2,500 a year or $210 a month in Seattle. Uh, Yeah, the cities where people spend the least on delivery and takeout. Detroit, Memphis, Richmond, Virginia, Cleveland, and Birmingham, Alabama. (laughs) But interestingly enough, even though... In Cleveland, they spend the least. They spend the highest percentage of their paycheck on delivery and takeout. Really? Isn't that interesting? Huh. Yeah. The study also looked at how much you would save if you never ordered out and only cooked at home. And the answer is somewhere between 80 and $120 a month, depending on what you spend, or 58 to $86,000 over the course of your life. That's a lot of money. Easy to do. Yeah. But, but you got to eat. But when you talk about things that bring you joy, don't you feel like people bringing food to your home The sound you of joy? that doorbell yes. sparks a kind of joy <laughs> yes. I can't even describe to you. I get I get yes. I get butterflies just when I get that text saying your driver is approaching. <laughs> we only have like a, a handful of places that deliver to us out in Ross, but I feel the exact same way you when like, I'm like, they're pulling down the driveway. Oh, yeah. Share and peek out the window. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And we get our kid involved. We're like, Penelope, mm. watch for the di- watch for the La Rosa's guy. Oh, yeah. It's so exciting. It's like Santa Claus is coming. Oh, my God. What's your big kick now? Are you still on the mac and cheese? No. What are we on now? The last thing I ordered were ribs from Eli's. There you go. Yeah. They're good. It appears that KFC's test kitchen has been overtaken by the three stoner dudes who live down the hall from you in college because they... (laughs) What are they doing now? They just started testing a new item called the Cheetos sandwich. (laughs) 
And how, what, how does and that work? It is next level, man. It, it is a fried chicken sandwich that uses full Cheetos as a topping and a special creamy cheese sauce made out of Cheetos. I bet it's good. What is it called? The Cheetos chicken sandwich? Yeah. They're calling it the Cheetos sandwich as it is as it is written in Food Beast. Oh, which my is, Which is where we got the story. Uh, Food Beast also reports that they're testing the Cheetos chicken sandwich at a handful of stores in Virginia, North Carolina, and Georgia, but none in Ohio, Kentucky, or Indiana that I'm aware of. That looks good. Uh, yeah. Doesn't I'm that in. look good? I'm in on that. Look at that. Talk about Foods that crunch. Oh, right. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, over the weekend, Kristen was craving a hamburger. And we intended to get it. We just never did. We, It was our intention, but it just didn't happen for one reason or another. But we started talking about burgers in and around the Tri-State. There's a lot of great places, but my biggest complaint about hamburgers, cheeseburgers, is the size of the buns they use in some of these. Too big? They're just too damn big. It's too much bread. The meat-to-bun ratio is not very Yeah, a lot of places it's ridiculous. It's over, it's over the top. Yeah. You know what my problem is with the bun? When they don't toast it, I just get offended. Like, it's just a few more seconds of life right. to toast that bun to How make about- it buttering it and toasting it. Yeah. Well, I don't I necessarily need the butter because I feel like sometimes it gets a little soggy, but just run it through the toaster. No, you're right about that. Well, what I think is <laughs> I ridiculous. just retracted the butter thing because <laughs> you're right. There's probably enough grease coming from the burger. Yeah. You don't need that butter. When you're talking fast food, cheeseburgers, nothing irritates me more than when the cheese is not melted. Yeah. You just slapped that cheese on it. Must have been a half cold burger to begin with. Right. Because it, it's just hard. When Jeff and I met Bobby Flay, when he opened the Bobby Flay Burger Palace oh, down, yeah. at the time it was the <laughs> Horseshoe Casino, I believe. Yeah. I can't remember. But it's still there at the Jack, right? Yes, it is inside the Jack. But he told us that that is one of, that is the biggest faux pas when it comes to serving burgers. Cheeseburgers specifically is that you have got to melt that Why would cheese. you not melt the cheese? No, you're right. It's lazy. Mm-hmm. And if that bun isn't fresh and soft, it's not a good experience. That's right. <laughs> so burger makers out there, we hope you're paying attention. I would just ask that you reconsider the size of the bun. And oh. with, when it comes to the bun, too, I know a lot of places they want to use like a fancy bread, some fancy Italian bread or something, yeah, which, no. which I think, you know, in theory is kind of good, but then you get it and there's way too much bread and it's too hard. Or too chewy. I don't care how big the bun is, but when I put my hands on it, if it squishes really soft. Yeah. And I can that's, feel good about that's it. That's good, yeah. All right. Boy, I'll tell you, though, there's nothing that can help you get across the finish line and end a day of work like. Gorging on a snack in the middle of the afternoon. We, I, I think, aren't all of us kind of like all day snackers? Yep. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a meal eater. Like I love snacks, mm-hmm. and that's my favorite meal is snack. But I have to have like <laughs> a breakfast, a lunch. My and favorite a meal is snack. <laughs> it is. Well, because you know when you think about snacks, like just say like light appetizers or whatever. Those are my favorite foods. Are snacks, but I have to have that as the meal. Mm. You know what I mean? 
You have to really have a lot of snacks, enough snacks to make it a meal. Yes. Like this, these snacks are considered lunch. Gotcha. <laughs> According to a new study, the time when we're most likely to have a snack is at 2.41 p.m. And yeah. we're most likely to crave chocolate, cheese, strawberries. Strawberries. That's interesting. Strawberries. <laughs> We're oh, all like, what's that guy Isn't doing that a there? fruit? Yeah. I don't think that counts as a snack. Uh, That's not healthy. Okay. We didn't say healthy snacks, the did we? The snack authorities are vetoing this list. <laughs> okay. Are we dipping them in chocolate? Speaking of, we Maybe should have snacks them in chocolate. Friday. What the hell kind of communist craves we strawberries? We have to. It's Super Bowl Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> <sighs> Here we go. <sighs> I just officially became my grandfather. Boy, I didn't see that coming. I just. Snuck up on me. <laughs> it officially happened. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, bacon. That's uh, that's also in the top ten. Barbecue, honey, coconut. Mm. You know, honey mustard, blueberry, uh, and lemon. Are these still snacks? Yeah, those are the. Uh, Lemon. The things we're most likely to crave, that could just be a flavor. Yeah. That we're craving. Oh. Or a snack. I like a lemon you know. cake or a lemon square. Or, yeah. or yes. a blueberry Pop Tart. Or, there you go. Or a blueberry lemon cheesecake or something. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.